Hi, I'm Sheldon Clare, President of Canada's National Firearms Association. As Canada's largest firearms rights advocacy organization, the NFA is active at all levels of government, whether it's meeting with federal MPs and senators over legislation, discussing provincial issues related to firearms use, or defending firearms owners and businesses at city council meetings and at the United Nations on the Arms Trade Treaty or the Program of Action on Small Arms and Light Weapons. The NFA is everywhere. It matters who is in government, and informed votes matter a great deal. The evil that wishes to take away your individual rights and freedoms never rests. It is present in all levels of politics. A problem for the Conservatives is to retain and build their base, and that base most certainly includes firearms owners. It's a mistake for the CPC to be seeking support from those who are not ideologically aligned with Conservative principles. Firstly, they aren't going to be swayed. And secondly, such pandering offends Conservatives who understand ideology and principles. It's important to recognize that, uh, that this is not a game of act and react. We can't be playing checkers for short-term goals. It's the wrong game. We need to be playing chess. That means we need to be engaging in a planned and thoughtful manner with clear long-term goals and objectives. As much as possible, we need to be proactive, not reactive. So how do we do this? Well, here are some suggestions. First of all, build relationships. Set out positions on issues and be clear where ideology and goals line up with platform positions. Identify friends and foes and determine where allies can help and how to thwart opponents. Be a source for information and a guide to political support. Secondly, and very important, set a clear aim and recognize that you won't agree on all issues, even with those who you generally align with most of the time. Be prepared to evaluate your priorities for maximum success and pick your battles to best serve the overall strategy. It's chess, not checkers. Third, Understand that our opponents have their own playbook, and the smart ones are also playing the long game. The source of many activist methods is Solonlinsky's Rules for Radicals. It was written for the left in seeking to tear down the establishment and build power for the downtrodden. I would suggest that whoever is downtrodden at a particular time is a matter of politics. It is certainly possible to adapt Alinsky's rules for those who value individual rights and freedoms. We have encountered Alinsky's rules in our activities, and we have likewise made good use of them to further our goals. I would like to highlight my interpretation of those Alinsky rules in case you find them useful. So here's 13 points on Alinsky's rules. First of all, be bigger than you are. Power comes from money and people. Build real and perceived resources in both. Secondly, stay in your lane. Use the expertise of your people to build your strengths and the security of your base. Third, hit them where they ain't. Look for ways to cause insecurity, anxiety, and uncertainty in your op opponents. Go outside their areas of expertise and make them follow their own rules. This is number four. If they have to respond to letters, send them lots. File access to information requests. Make them use up resources in dealing with you. Ridicule your opponents at every opportunity is the fifth point. They hate it and it distracts them. Social media and our NFA cartoons work very well in that regard. Number six, give your people enjoyable tools to use. Social media is awesome for that. Develop your team and they will do great work with little supervision. Number seven, switch up your tactics from time to time. Being overly repetitious becomes tiresome and leads to defeatism and poor morale. Number eight, show up. Be everywhere and especially where you aren't expected. Have a diverse team and use those resources to engage. Number nine, 
be the elephant in the room. Bring the threat of defeat has the dreaded consequence that all politicians fear. Number 10, maintain the initiative and force your opponents to react to you. They will make mistakes and you will be ready. Number 11, be that underdog that deserves public support. The bullying and even violence of the other side will work against them. Seizing private property is a hot button. Press it. Number 12, have an alternative. Don't be caught without a solution and be clear about what you want. The 13, it's the last point and likely the most vicious. Personalize the target. Polarize it. Cut it off from support and sympathy. Go after opponent people rather than institutions. People will feel the pain much faster than the institution will. And be prepared to switch targets when specific opponents are no longer threats. Our opponents use that last tactic all the time. Throw it right back at them. One last thing. While I was raised to be polite and respectful, good manners don't work in the face of those who will talk through and over you. Find your voice and use it. Canada's NFA uses these ideas to further our goals, and we have found them to be helpful. The point to take away is that for democratic institutions to be effective, people need to be much more involved than merely casting a ballot every few years. So, in closing, if you really want to win big, play the long game, build relationships, set goals, and build resources to work towards their achievements. Play chess, not checkers. I'm Sheldon Clare, President of Canada's National Firearms Association. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope to see you take out a membership at nfa.ca. Thank you.